Go Deep. Welcome back to GDP Go Deep, the podcast. You can find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also reach out to the cast, T.O. Big Show, Lord Fawn, Motorsports Mofo, Sturzy, Big Mikey, Astra Moon, and Sassy K. Thank you for your support, and remember, always go deep. All right, folks, welcome back to GDP Go Deep, the podcast. On this episode of the podcast, before we get into our hockey podcast, just like to remind you all that we have gear on the teespring.com store. We got hoodies, we got shirts, we got masks, we got yoga pants, and we got new gear coming down the pipe, so please keep a lookout. And please remember, you can always like, share, comment any of our stuff on any of our podcasts we've got 117 podcasts strong now 118 recommend it to a friend give us your feedback either on twitter instagram facebook even on tiktok we're on there too just reach out to us go deep the podcast you can look at us up on google hashtag go deep the podcast and you'll be able to find us on all forms of social media and with that being said on today's show and as you already probably know if we're talking hockey, we're talking Big Mikey. Welcome to the show, Big Mikey. Oh, thank you for having me on your show. No problem. Welcome back. So, okay, we got lots on the agenda today. We haven't talked for two weeks, so I just want to get it out there. So, first and foremost, trade rumors, the Maple Leafs. What's going on there? They're talking about uh, adding another forward. One big uh, possible trade rumor that I keep hearing is uh, the Leafs trading uh, Nylander and uh, one of their young defensemen for uh, Philip Forsberg to, of the Nashville Predators. Do you think Nashville that's a good Predators idea? Philip Forsberg is an impact player. Uh, Nylander was one of our best forwards in the, in the playoffs last year. I would hold off. Uh, Nylander's been he- uh, heating up the last couple of games, and I don't know if I want to trade Lilligrand right now because Morgan Riley's broken uh, contract. I don't know if he's going to resign, and uh, Lilligrand's one of our young defensemen that can help fill in that role in, in yeah. the future. But yeah, the Leafs are all in to win this year. They're one of the top teams in the NHL, and uh, yeah, I expect them to win a few rounds this year, maybe even go to the finals. Okay, what other trade rumors have you heard? Well, another trade rumor was in the summertime, uh, oh, sorry, not summertime, in the offseason, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights could have moved uh, Flurry's contract, so then they ended up moving uh, Nate Schmidt for next to little, and they had to move Paul Stastny. And uh, right now, uh, Marc-Andre Flurry is one of the hottest goalies in the NHL. Hot! Vegas has two 1A goalies. Unfortunately, uh, Leonard signed a six-year extension there. Flurry's got one year left. They were offering Flurry with a first-round draft pick for someone to take his contract. But um, I think the tables have turned now, and teams need goaltending, especially with scoring up. Yeah. I think a few teams will be knocking on Vegas's door once uh, Leonard comes back. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. That's for sure. Okay, okay. So you were on the topic of Flurry. Let's get back to that for a second. So there's been a lot of injuries in, with the goalies in the NHL. Do you care to elaborate on that? It's a long season. Injuries happen, whether it's an uh, actual injury or with COVID. You saw this week, uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Ryan Ellis and Ryan Johansson of the National Predators are on the COVID protocol list. Thomas Hurdle of San Jose Shark this week just went on the COVID protocol list. Every week, it's somebody getting hit with COVID or with regular injuries. These guys got to self-isolate for 14 days. Yep. Isn't it less it's, now? Uh, I thought it was less now. It's, it's the new NHL. Like, what can you do, right? Like, you get COVID, we, want, we don't want to uh, spread it, so you have to self-isolate and yep. um, it is what it is so with that being said COVID is a major factor obviously not just off the ice but on the ice with the NHL and having to oh for those. sure yeah because they ha- they'd have to like uh, 
some games have been canceled and uh, they have to switch games around and the schedule and yeah. they try they have to impact uh, all of this condensed schedule and the shortened season. It's been uh, chaos for the NHL, but uh, yeah, they're trying to do the best they can. And um, you know, it would be these interesting are unfortunate to... circumstances with the pandemic, but yeah, they're trying to do the best they can. Definitely, it'd be interesting to see you know which team has had the worst record for COVID. I didn't even think about that before we started the podcast. But that'd be interesting to see which team has had the most uh, COVID-19 cancellations. Uh, right now, I'd have to say uh, Philadelphia Flyers. They had up to seven players hit with COVID. Jesus. And then I would also say uh, the Dallas Stars at the beginning of the year. Well, I think Texas has a very lax COVID policy in that state, if I remember correctly. So it would make sense that... Dallas Stars, yeah. But uh, moving on, let's go to power rankings. Let's hear your power rankings there, Big Mikey. I like the Leafs in the North. Yep. Yeah, uh, I like Colorado in their division. They're not in first place uh, right now, but I definitely like them. They had a few game cancellations, and uh, they had a few big injuries there with uh, McKinnon and Langenstog uh, injured, and uh, Devin Tays and Cal McCarr and... Uh, yeah, but once everyone gets healthy, watch out for Colorado. I I, I think they're going to be one of the best teams. Now, and I then, don't want to uh, jump too yeah. far ahead, but uh, I was just looking in the list, and right now, overall in the NHL, not by their division, but just overall, they're sitting 17th. So I think they're looking outside the glass in a lot of ways, right? Yeah, but they've had a lot of uh, injuries and games cancellation, and uh, they haven't really got going, so I, I expect them to have a big second half. Okay, all right. What else you got going for your power rankings? I, I like Tampa Bay in their division. Tampa uh, Bay is They're up there good. with Florida. I'm not sure if Florida's overachieving. They have some good key pieces there with uh, their uh, goalie tandem there with Georgia and Barbowski. Uh, Barkoff looks healthy. He's having a great year. Huberto looks like he'll be leading the team in points. They have some young kids coming through their system there. So, yeah, uh, yeah, the Panthers. And uh, that trade they did in the offseason, Matheson for Hornquist, looks great for Pittsburgh, looks great for Florida. So... Yeah, I, I like Tampa in their division. Okay, so yeah, af after Tampa Bay in the next division, I I like uh, the Washington Capitals. Uh, they got hit with COVID, and uh, their starting goalie Samsonov uh, was on that COVID protocol list. But yep. now their uh, their other young goalie Vancheck is knocking on their door. So they got two great young goalies in Samsonov and Vancheck there. You can never cut out uh, Backstrom and Ovechkin there with Wilson and Oshie and their core there and John Carlson. I think the Washington Capitals are going to have a big second half. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to break it down by division because I think a lot of people are always curious about that. And as it stands right now in the North Division, we have the beloved, my favorite team, Toronto Maple Leafs, number one. And it's worth noting that the Toronto Maple Leafs are also number one in all of the NHL. And obviously that can change at any time. But as it stands right now, the Maple Leafs are sitting above all teams at 36 points. And the closest team would be the Central Division's number one, which is the Tampa Bay Lightning with 31, followed by Carolina. Yeah. That's also in the same division as the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Central Division. But anyways, continuing with the North Division, in second place is the Winnipeg Jets. Third place is the Edmonton Oilers. When we go over to the East Division, it's uh, a team that I also love. It's the Washington Capitals. They're number one, followed by the New York Islanders. And I want to take a second here and talk to you about them because they're number two. And the last time we spoke, about two weeks ago, I think, maybe three, they were nowhere in that playoff picture. Do you uh, want to 
uh, elaborate on how they're doing so well? Uh, yeah, you can never count the New York Islanders. You have Varlamov there who's been uh, lights out this year, and then you have that young goalie Sorokin. They have one of the best coaches in the NHL, uh, Barry Trotz, who's won a Stanley Cup with the Washington Capitals. And, uh, yeah, Trotz plays great system hockey. He's very old school, and I think the New York Islanders could possibly make some noise in the playoffs if they get there. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And then followed by them is the Boston Bruins at third, which is no surprise. They're a pretty decent team. Uh, we already mentioned it, but I'll mention again. In the Central Division, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning in first. We have your team in second, the Carolina Hurricanes. Do you care to elaborate on their success? I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna give uh, Tampa Bay a run in that division with them in Florida. But I, I think. Uh... I think it's going to be uh, the way Vasilevsky's playing. He's been unreal. He might be getting another uh, Vesna trophy this year. Uh, you can never count out Tampa Bay. Even without uh, Kucherov, they've been like they've been looking really good, and they're just starting to get going. But yeah, uh, Carolina's got a great young team, and you can never count them out. They got depth up the middle, like I said. Great young defense. Um, Mazurk should be coming back soon. That's going to help their uh, goaltending. Oh, and uh, yeah. Wait and see what happens. And then, not surprising, right behind them is the Florida Panthers. And it's funny, years ago, maybe a long time ago now when I think about it, it'd be hard to believe that you would have both Florida teams in the top five overall in the NHL. Maybe it's just Well, me. yeah, they got they got a great young superstar who's just hitting his prime and bark off there, like I said earlier, and, and Huberto. And, uh, yeah, like uh, they have a form of uh, Vesna goalie and Barbowski. He's been mediocre at best this year, but that young goalie's uh, pushing, I think, Barbowski. So, uh, yeah, they got a great tandem in that, and, uh, yeah, they look pretty good this year. All right. Well, we've already kind of mentioned these guys before, and it's kind of surprising that they're number one in the West Division as we speak, and that's the Vegas Knights because you were talking about their goalie uh, issue that they're having in their uh back end yeah but you can never count all vegas they have two 1a defensemen and uh shea theodore and alex Angelo. they have two 1a goalies leonard and flurry possibly the best tandem in the nhl so yeah they will they really want to move that contract out like i said earlier and uh yeah it's going to be interesting to see what happens when leonard comes back and then we have the st louis blues in second in the western division followed by minnesota wild uh yeah they just they just recently won uh, six games in a row, but that six-game uh, winning streak was snapped by the Vegas Golden Knights the other night. Yeah, Minnesota's got some great young kids there in their system, and uh, yeah, they're looking good. Um, I think they're overachieving, but uh, yeah, like uh, good for them. You know, let the young kids play and see what happens. They moved uh, a couple of their uh, veteran guys out in uh, Miku Koivu and Eric Stahl, and uh yeah, they're letting these young kids play. Great young goalie in Cocoon there. Um, they put Stalik on waivers uh, the other day. Um, you got Cam Talbot there, who uh, was uh, nominated for the Vesna a few years ago with the Edmonton Oilers. You know, he's a good veteran goalie that can teach Cocoon a lot. So, yeah, uh, Minnesota will be up and coming in the next couple of years there with that team that they have. So before we uh, talk about our last subject, before we cap this bad boy off, just a quick recap. In the league, we have... The Maple Leafs, number one, Tampa Bay, number two, Carolina Hurricanes, number three, Florida Panthers, number four, and the Winnipeg Jets, number five, and the Washington Capitals, number six. Now, I know we kind of lately talked about this earlier, but hurt players, I know you wanted to talk and you wanted to elaborate on this. It's a long season. It's a condensed schedule. A lot of these teams are playing three, uh, three four times a week. So, yeah, injuries are going to happen. And, you know, you got to have depth this year. Uh, we've seen with the Toronto Maple Leafs this year, uh, Frederick Anderson got injured. 
their second string goalie went in on Saturday and he he blanked the Edmonton Oilers. Right. Their third string goalie came in the game after against Edmonton Oilers again and he blanked the Oilers. So yeah, you need depth. Like one of the weakest links for the Leafs last year was their backup goaltending. Yes. And this year they have uh, probably two good backups in uh, Hutchison and Campbell. You need depth, like from your back end to your front end to your defense, because it's a long season and and injuries are going to happen. Unfortunately, you're right. All right. So the last thing on the menu today is who you would uh, have as your candidates for your Vesna your Norris, or your Hart Trophy? For the Vesna right now, I know Fleury's been lights out, but he's a tandem goalie there in Vegas, and I think he's on his way out. So I'm not going to go with uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. I'm actually going to go with Vasilevsky of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Drew Bauer on the Colorado Avalanche. With uh, Colorado fan, Coots hasn't played this year, which has opened the door for uh, Drew Bauer to be the 1A goalie there instead of a tandem. And, uh, yeah, he's looked pretty good in Colorado. So, uh, yeah, my, my two picks there is uh, Drew Bauer or Vasilevsky. For the Vesna. All right. And then how about the Norris Trophy? Uh, the Norris Trophy? I say uh, the best two defensemen right now is uh, Victor Hedman of the Tampa Bay Lightning and Jeff Petrie of Montreal Canadiens. Like, wow. Like, what a mistake of the Edmonton Oilers letting this kid go, Jeff Petrie. He's really coming into his own. And, uh, yeah, it looks great for Montreal. They have uh, two stud defensemen there. And uh, Shea Weber, yeah, he's just hitting past his prime there, Weber. But he's been solid. And Jeff Petrie's uh, up and coming. And he's in his prime. And he looks great this year. He definitely should be considered for the Norris Trophy this year. Beautiful. And then the heart. The heart, I have to go with McDavid or Matthews. Like, these two kids are unbelievable. Like, Matthews is possibly going to hit 50 goals this year in a shortened season, and McDavid's possibly going to hit 100 points in a shortened season. That's just unreal. Like, uh, these numbers are comparable to uh, some of the greats and uh and back in the 80s like when Gretzky hit like 200 points in uh in a single season like not that far of like Gretzky but it, it it's pretty close like scoring's definitely up this year and uh yeah if McDavid hits 100 points this year in 56 games like good for him excellent Mikey anything else you'd like to drop down quickly before we cap this bad boy off just want to thank you for having me on your show and that's about it uh thank you no problem thanks for being on the show and folks remember go Leafs go and go deep go deep welcome back to gdp go deep the podcast you can find us on most forms of social media facebook twitter instagram you can also reach out to the cast to big show lord fawn motorsports mofo sturzy big mikey astra moon and sassy k thank you for your support and remember always go deep